0: Hi, guys, I'm Lucia and I'm joined with Varatka. Hi, guys. This is the second episode of our podcast Travel Enthusiast, and it's about travel facts you might not know about. And today we're going to talk about the way of traveling that got more popular recently low cost traveling.
1: Everybody loves low cost, right? Everybody loves when they don't have to spend a fortune or traveling, right? Oh, well, mainly our students. Of course, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I remember that I wrote an article about low cost traveling a couple of weeks ago for our student magazine. And I think that last week I received a message or a notification on Facebook that it was actually like fourth article from the website that was like the most treats, which is literally the sign that everybody loves low-cost especially students
0: it's true we should begin with explaining what exactly the low-cost travel means it's traveling on a budget so if you wanna travel with minimum of expenses you need to be really good at planning you need to be quite flexible on a date when you want to travel unfortunately the summer is the worst obviously to be fair you need to pick a date from November to the end of Easter. And the best time for locust travel is spring. At the moment, it's the best time to go out there and explore.
1: To be fair, I think that it's even good for traveling, because not in terms of the prices, but also in terms of crowds.
0: Yeah, it's true. So... If you have any experience with low-coast travel, let us know through our social media on Twitter, Facebook and also Instagram. This episode is going to be about tips and the best tips how to really enjoy your holiday without spending a fortune on it. So how I said before, it's the best to plan your holiday, begin with setting up your budget and also pick your destination according to this budget. Because if you do really good research and your budget is really low you cannot travel to countries like the USA or Norway or Switzerland because you know these countries are really expensive. So the location is really important.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, when I think about it, I'm a very cautious when it comes to money. But to be fair, when I think about it, anytime I travel, I don't really set a budget. I don't know why. I mean, I'm planning to go to Barcelona in two weeks' time. And I literally picked Barcelona because I found tickets for £20 return ticket. Which is incredible. It was like nine ninety nine one way and nine ninety nine the other. I found it incredible. When you wanna find the best prices for flight tickets, I think that we can agree that Skyscanner is probably the best website. But I think you told me that it's better to shop the tickets on the actual provider website, not on Skyscanner. Sometimes usually when I'm buying tickets back
0: home, sometimes I find that the tickets are cheaper on
1: the official website of Reiner
0: or Wizard.
1: It's really interesting also to check how the prices are moving, that one day they are like three pounds cheaper and the other day they are oh, like tell super me, expensive.
0: I was really super excited because I'm planning to go to New York with my mom and I was super happy because a few days ago I checked the tickets dropped by £40, and yesterday, I checked, they dropped by £100. Oh
1: my god, and I remember that you were sitting in my room and you were super depressed because it actually went up, the price, (laughs) it was like a month ago, right? But what is interesting about this
0: flight search result? Like you said, you're receiving notifications, if you want to really find the cheapest tickets, you can't, you can't assign yourself to receive these notifications because you need to delete your cookies because most of these websites they are using your cookies okay. and if you delete these cookies you might find that on one computer you find this price and you go to the other computer and you will find completely different price oh my price. god I, I didn't know about it I'm definitely trying this Just my friend told me recently I was like shocked and the other important thing when you come to your location is the transportation? Our advice to you guys is never do not use taxis. Never, really, because you know when you're going to the country which is not English-speaking country, usually these taxi drivers are, are relying on that you will not understand them mm-hmm. and they they can trick you. Yeah. And for example, when I went to Barcelona last year. We didn't know how to get to our hotel, so of course we took taxi and we paid almost 50 euros. Oh my god, that's just crazy. Just for that one journey and obviously the taxi driver barely spoke Mm -hmm. English.
1: But to be fair, I'm a bit pleased because I heard tons of stories about Prague taxi drivers and how they try to <laughs> steal money, but you know, like not steal like that, they take their wallets, but like steal like that, they rise the, the price really high. But I'm just pleased that it's not just Prague drivers who does it. Uber is probably the cheapest way if you really don't, if you can't use public transport. When uh, I was in Dublin, I bought bought a ticket on the bus stop but I bought just one way ticket because I didn't know that if if I would buy return ticket I can use it uh, like on my way back after the three days as well that I thought it's like return ticket like here you buy a return ticket and you can use it just for one day sometimes it's really worth it to google it or not to be embarrassed to ask somebody but actually buses are the cheapest option yeah when you travel
0: somewhere and then for me I really enjoy when I go somewhere hiring the bike. Oh, okay. Yeah, when it's summer, of course, mm-hmm.
1: it's really you can go anywhere. You just feel just freedom. I would love to hire a bike, but to be fair, I don't even know if I still can ride a bike. But oh. yeah, I I try once we have like this. I don't know if I think they they definitely do have it in England as well. Yeah, but, the, you know, with the buses, they are cheapest, but they are also the trickiest. Because if they, in the tra- in the town, when you travel to, if they don't have these, like, the voice that telling you the name of the stops, you can't really know when to get off. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that's why I usually use Google Maps. Yeah. To see what stops and to count them.
1: I just hate being seen like a tourist. So when I was little, I carried my camera everywhere and I had the biggest camera ever. And I carried around my neck like Japanese tourists. And now I bought a small camera, which I can hide in my bag. So now I'm trying to more blend in to the locals. And obviously, if somebody sees me in the bus with the Google Maps, I don't really plan in. (laughs) (laughs) You are still somewhere else, so it's worth it. But if you really
0: want to save money on transportation,
1: just be prepared to walk a lot. Yeah, I love walking, literally. So I don't mind. So yeah.
0: To be honest, everyone is always laughing at me that I can walk a lot. Like once I walked three hours to get to my interview and everyone's like, wow, she's walking.
1: Oh my God. I and just, I'm like, well, that's normal. Yeah. I mean, three hours is a bit extreme, but <laughs> I, I did something similar when I lived in Sunderland, which is on the coast. And there was this place, they sold like ice cream sundays and stuff like that. So I'm going to walk. It was a nice day. So I'm just going to, yeah, I'm going to walk there. And the Google Maps said that it, it should take, like, two hours or something, which wasn't that bad. Like, it literally took me three hours. Well, I came there, and they told me that they are sold out. So I didn't have the thing I originally wanted, but I had something similar, so...
0: And now, the places where you would stay, accommodation... Have you ever tried couchsurfing?
1: I haven't tried it, but I heard about it, and my friend tried I just know that it's some sort of... It's something similar to Airbnb, it's just more... You literally have just sofa, right? Or just like... Uh... Yeah, and you don't need to pay for it. Oh, okay, cool.
0: So you literally go to someone's house. They can give you sofa or sometimes they can give you a bed if they have a guest room. Mm-hmm. You just spend one night with them and just get know the culture better. Sometimes it works... But, you know, there are also some crazy stories how some people wanted something else, mainly from girls. Of you know? girls.
1: <laughs> Have you ever tried No,
0: I haven't tried it. I wanted to try it
1: once. I would probably try it if I wouldn't be alone. It's really hard. I mean, I've been in a hostel once in London. It was literally the cheapest place we've ever been. And it was, we paid like £50 pounds each per three nights. But we share the bedroom with six more people. I wasn't scared. Scared It's a bit overrated. I was a bit uncomfortable. That's the word. I, w- I didn't really. I wouldn't do it again. It it was a nice experience. Or I would do it if I would have no other choice and if I would really run out of money. But I don't really fancy it, to be fair. But you know, I'm interested. Is co- is couch surfing older than Airbnb or was it after Airbnb was founded? Because Airbnb was founded in 2008. I don't know, to be honest. Oh, Wikipedia. Wikipedia says that it was founded 2003, actually.
0: I mean, if you're traveling on your own, I wouldn't try it. I would go for a hostel. They're the cheapest
1: options. Yeah, and they are at least official somehow. Some yeah,
0: point. and I mean, I've been in one hostel in London as well, but it was just because I needed to sleep somewhere after the concert. Mm-hmm. And I, not
1: like you, I shared room with 15 other people oh my god I that's literally the first option I see when I'm looking for accommodation and booking it's the cheapest and the first option I see there like do you want a one bed in 15 or 22 bedroom room or something like that and I'm like oh my goodness
0: it was horrible I came back from the concert around midnight and I said I'm not gonna sleep this night I can't I was really scared to sleep in that room and I went downstairs there was like a hall where you can play some games, you can watch TV. So I, I was spending some time there, but there were some creepies as well. So I was like, no, I can't.
1: I was happy leaving that place. Do you think you would feel better or safer if it would be just you and females in the room? If it wouldn't be like mixed gender?
0: I think I would feel more comfortable but still, you know, it's about this place. You need to leave your stuff there. Mm-hmm. And how am I going to trust a person I've never met before that she's not going to steal something from mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that was the main thing. But if you're staying in hostel, it's one thing which is really good about hostels is that you can cook there. So it would be cheaper to buy your own food in some local supermarket than just paying for the breakfast in the hotel, mm-hmm. or going to some place just for breakfast. That's really good about hostels. Okay. Sometimes they, it's not really luxurious breakfast, like of course, of course. orange juice, like fresh orange
1: juice. I mean, it's free, so what can you expect, right?
0: Like cereals, maybe a little bit of egg. That's it. Mm -hmm. But still better than nothing.
1: Yeah, of course. Better than sleep on a bench somewhere in a park or something like that. (laughs) Especially in London, let's be honest.
0: Oh, yeah. (sighs) And then um, about food. When we're talking about food, in London, for example, when you go to those restaurants close to London Eye, you would find it super expensive. But if you go a few streets further, you'll find really cheap places.
1: I think that's sort of a common sense as well, isn't it? I mean, I would never go to eat anywhere near crowded spots and the most famous spots because obviously they try to raise the money on a tourist. Oh, you would be surprised. Those yeah. pubs are always full <laughs> Yeah, I mean, do you remember when we were in London for a Christmas? We literally, we literally tried to find a pub where we could get one pint, just one pint. And it wasn't, was it? Was it Friday? I don't think it was even like Friday. Friday was it? Okay, then I do understand. But still, it was like six o'clock. It was quite early for like going out on Friday night. And literally, we it was raining. We were soaked wet, and we were looking for a pub to have a pint. And then we went there, and we actually wanted wine, right? They were selling wine for £6 or something like that, and I was like, oh, can I get a top water, please?
0: So, yeah, just try to walk a few more corners, and you will find uh, local places where usually locals eat. Like I did when we went to Lisbon with my boyfriend, we were trying to find a place where we could have the local specialties, but not where the tourists are going usually. And we found a really nice place. The customer service was really nice, and it was very cheap, big portions of food, and usually you couldn't see any tourists at all there. That's why the lady came. It was really funny, and the first question she asked, so what's going to happen now with Brexit? And I was like, yeah, (sighs) of course.
1: Of course, the most popular question... I mean, it's it's funny because it's the most popular question, but nobody knows the answer. <laughs> so it's funny. Uh, but back when you said about the places that are cheap, the best thing how to find these places is obviously to ask the local people because they know the best. And they, apart from knowing the cheapest places that usually know the best places to get a food. Like if you don't have your accommodation book with Airbnb, you hardly ever get in touch with local people I think. But do you believe when it comes to finding cheap places, do you believe TripAdvisor?
0: Sometimes um you find places with two dollars mm-hmm. and they are not
1: that expensive. I usually aim for two dollar signs because I know that it's not it still can be cheap, but it has some sort of quality. If you look for one dollar places like really budget price places i would say that you risk in getting really bad quality food or meal or service my advice is to look for at least two dollars yeah but i do and and definitely recommendations and reviews i think i usually um don't check on a
0: trip Mm -hmm. advisor but when i go to the restaurant and i see that um stamp Mm -hmm. on their doors from TripAdvisor I feel more comfortable Mm -hmm. yeah it's
1: it's fine I actually haven't used it, Trip Advisor for these stuff before, but I think my friend in Sunderland once showed me because he moved in Sunderland later than me, and he was like, "Let's go for a coffee. Where do you want to go?" And because I was really focused on working all the time, I didn't really, I didn't really know good places in Sunderland. So he literally found place, play a play a really nice cafe on TripAdvisor. and I'm using it ever since. To be fair, not every but not every every time, but I, I'm really trying to find some places first and then check like the photos and reviews and stuff like that so yeah when you go to some new places it's the best to
0: is the best to um check for any free directions. Because sometimes you can find uh, free walking uh, guides mm-hmm. or some museums. For example, what I love about London is that all the museums, all the main museums are for free. Oh,
1: yeah. I remember once when I was there with my friend, We it was a really rainy day. And it was our last day in London and we wanted to go to the natural, 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 natural science Yes, Museum. this one. Uh, Is it the one where Harry Potter was uh, reco- was filmed? I think it was that one.
0: No, I think the one was where the night at the museum.
1: Oh was yeah, filmed. maybe maybe that one. But anyway, we wanted to go in, but obviously it, because it was rainy day and it was for free, we literally came there and there was queue everywhere. There were there were people everywhere on the garden in front of the museum, and that it literally queue like let. literally out of the premises of the museum, so it was a really long queue, so we end up sitting in a cafe and just waiting for our bus, to be fair. So that's the only disadvantage, I guess, that when it's a rainy day, which is very often, especially in the UK, like, the entry is free, but you risk that there will be many, 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 many people. Yeah, it's
0: true, but those museums are really huge. Yeah. So it can get really spread. Yeah, you just need friends. to
1: wait the largest queue ever <sighs> <laughs> Well, what you, what you wouldn't do to get in right i would advise
0: go there in advance mm-hmm. it's the opening at nine i think so be there really on on time mm-hmm. because people are usually just getting up at nine yeah to be honest everything just starts at nine in the uk so if you're there on time you you'll be definitely the first person in the museum.
1: Yeah, and to be fair, I don't think that there are many people who would be willing to get up early. So if you are willing to get up early, I think that's your ace card. Yeah, and
0: apart of the UK, if you go somewhere, just check up because some museums have their free days, that the entry is free mm-hmm. on some days, or in the EU, some museum just uh do it free for EU citizens.
1: Okay. I haven't heard about that. I might google it. I mean, I'm not a big fan of museums to be fair because I'm just lazy to read everything, but I do like if it's a nice museum, like the one in London that we that we talk about. When it's a nice building, I really love to go in. And I'm not saying that I'm a I'm a dumb person who doesn't like science and stuff and educating myself. I love educating myself. It's just that museum is a bit like offline experience I rather like listen to podcasts and stuff of course I like to I love to listen to podcasts you know because I'm recording (laughs) one so yeah but yeah uh, museums are good especially on rainy days but what what else can you do right if you don't especially if you don't want to like spend money museum is and it the entry is free it's really great place to spend the day in, rather than it's going true. to expensive cafe and sitting there and ordering and one nothing. coffee after another. Exactly.
0: And also, what I like about traveling, and it will be my really favorite thing, is to meeting new people, mm-hmm. meeting locals. Because imagine you go somewhere, meet
1: some people, you make friends. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I don't remember when I would meet. Like, obviously, you meet local people, but not everybody talk to you. I literally find found that English people are quite friendly when it comes to tourists. I don't know if it surprised you, but I, I'm not. I'm not saying he. When you sort of, I mean, we obviously we are not tourists in Nottingham because we are here for while now. But when I, I did travel a couple of places uh, away from my uni town, if I may say it like that. And people are really nice when you are nice as well. I remember I was in Harrogate once, which is really lovely spa town near Leeds, I think. I'm really bad at geography, so don't listen to me. But it's somewhere in the north. It's such a lovely city. And when you talk to the people, yeah, it's really, they are really nice. But I, I, I can't can't say that I would ever make friends because I usually travel somewhere I just follow, like, for a day or two. But yeah, it's really nice to just talk to people who are from the place you travel to.
0: Yeah, because if you meet some new people, you spend some time and maybe they invite you to their houses so okay. you have free food. And when you really make that connection,
1: when you go there
0: again, you don't need to... Pay for the accommodation. You mm-hmm. will have some place to stay in.
1: And have it. Has it ever happened to you that somebody I mean, invite you in? Yeah, I've met two friends
0: in Sweden mm-hmm. last summer. We spent some time in Stockholm. They came, but we stayed in different part of Sweden, which was on a coast. Mm-hmm. And they came to pick us up on a car. I've never met those people. It was uh, one of them was a friend of my friend, and I was really paranoid about meeting mm-hmm. guys, especially. It was really nice. It was really nice. They weren't actually from Sweden they just immigrated from syria to mm-hmm. sweden
1: but it was really nice i enjoy it that's great and did, you, did they offer you like local food yeah because you said that they they're, they're over in sweden right swedish they were syrians
0: they they live in sweden for a very long time mm-hmm. i think we tried all the food because we we were staying really small cottage mm-hmm. and it was far from, from the town, so it was very quiet. And we were commuting on a bikes to mm-hmm. that town. We tried... We had a barbecue with those special um, Sweden meatballs. Okay. And we also <laughs> Like tried... the one from Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that is their speciality. Uh-huh. And um, we tried beer. and We tried everything, really. Sweden is quite expensive as well, but... Oh, yeah. I remember my mom a was A little there. bit more expensive than the UK. It's not that bad, but...
1: Yeah, my mom was there a year or two ago. And she told me that she... That her and her friend, they um uh, They wanted to go for a wine, Like, nice girls' night in the town. In Stockholm as well. And they came to the restaurant and ordered the wine, just one glass, thank God. And they end up paying, or they found out, thank, thank God, before they order another one, that it, it cost like seven or eight pounds, the one glass, which was yeah. like... I mean, for me, it's not that, as you said, it's not that big of difference uh, as in the UK. But for my mum, she's obviously from Czech, and we don't have, like, for us Czech people, when you are not used to English prices, England is really, really expensive. So imagine how my mom, uh was surprised when she found out the price for the wine. Yeah, I mean, I don't think she ever will ever come back to Stockholm, to be fair. <laughs> I think Stockholm...
0: You need to know where to go. Mm-hmm. You can't be in a city center for drinks. Yeah. And I think sometimes it's um, better to order the whole bottle. Mm-hmm. It's more affordable. Yeah.
1: Yeah, maybe it's just about the like mental thing when you see the prices in the menu and you just see the high price for the bottle and you just automatically skip to the lower price even though it's just one glass when when you would or the whole bottle you would have let's say two glasses for two person or like i mean two glasses for each person when you come in with like as two people you don't really count whether it's cheaper or not you just want the cheapest price on the bill i guess yeah it's true and sweden
0: they've got their own currency Mm-hmm. And sometimes that what is especially about locust travel. You you should have you should keep the local currency. You should try to avoid uh, paying by card mm-hmm. because usually bank charges you for your bank charges you for using your card abroad. So I would suggest to change your money here and. You will save money like this as well,
1: yeah, to be fair, I think I don't mind using my card when I'm paying somewhere where they have euros, because I think that's not the big of difference and i don't I'm not really charged when I use English card in countries with different currency, and obviously the difference between euro and pound is not that big, but Sweden they have crowns, right mm-hmm. so yeah, I would suggest i mean I always exchanging money anyway. But, yeah, it's better. It's safer, I think, because at least you are not, like, going everywhere and just, oh, I'm going to buy this, I'm going to buy that, and I have my car, and then I don't have money. Oops. I didn't know that I don't have that that much money. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so
0: thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode.
1: Yeah, we hope that you find something new, that you are that you are more experienced travelers now, and hopefully we encouraged you to uh, for more for more
0: adventures in this year, maybe.
1: Yeah, uh, definitely message us, email us, tag us everywhere if you have any questions or complaints or recommendations, reviews, just anything you like. Message us, get in touch. We love to hear from you.
0: Thank you and. Hopefully, we'll, you will listen to us really soon.
1: Yeah, have a great day and thank you for listening.